from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and Ron Miltz. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Miltz. All right, well, we are recording on some beautiful new microphones here today. Yeah, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy stopped by <laughs> and dropped off some new yeah, microphones. I, I should get a picture of this so we can have people see how ridiculous how we look. Ridiculous these- I'm afraid this thing is going to fall over and bang me in the fucking mouth. They're going to knock out some more of your teeth over there? It might knock you out cold, (laughs) this thing's so big. Well, uh, uh, we're doing a show. I have a show I'm directing, and I needed some some Sennheisers, but they're prohibitively (laughs) expensive. And so the good people at Monoprice make a a decent Sennheiser knockoff. So we're uh, testing them out for the show on the podcast today. And it was twenty percent off, so it's like. So if it sounds like ass, I mean that's a savings. Yeah, I mean like, you can't walk away from. No, that, it's not you know? at all. It's like you know, it's <laughs> like when you go to the, uh, you know, you go to get your uh, massage and they offer you the hand job for twenty bucks more. You're like, that's an incredible deal. Like, right. how do I avoid that? Yeah, you know, I mean twenty bucks. Right, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Right. You know. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, man, we have been busy, and it's been fun. Uh, Chris and I just got done doing two weeks at uh, back-to-back different cons. We were in Palm Springs in the valley of the hottest place on the fucking planet. Yeah, we were on the sun, pretty much. <laughs> we, we traveled to the sun. I'm like, who the fuck wants to cost? I, you know, we had this moment. I'm like, you know why there's no superheroes in the desert? Because it's 120 degrees yeah. in leather, and that yeah. shit don't work. Yeah, right? uh, That was the report from everybody I saw on Facebook. They're like... Like, we are walking in the seventh level of hell right now. It's yeah. It's so fucking hot, dude. So it was, in, but it was a good con. And the five, it was good the five first had an incredible setup, dude. Yeah. Uh, for uh, the Inland Empire squad, uh, Palm Springs Comic Con has become their. Uh, their baby and they put a lot of work into it this year man yeah i know they had some issues they had some ipods and stuff they got stolen from their room i have not heard that yeah like dirty yeah no because the hotel apparently would not lock the door Uh, and then they went in yeah i was told they put their own chain and lock on it and then the hotel came through the next morning and (laughs) cut the lock off oh wow so i I had not heard that yeah there was some there was some interesting stuff that happened there insane well what was more insane was what, Chris? What was the most insane part about Long Beach or about Palm Springs Comic Con? The fucking announcements every <laughs> 60 seconds. Really? Literally. So every 60 seconds. Chris, like, lost his mind at I one was, point dude. because they had all these, like, like Maurice Lamar and, like, all these voice, like, talented voice people there coming over and doing fucking their announcements in their character voices. Okay. Really, really loud. <laughs> so, but for, like, an hour straight, it was like an announcement every minute. And, it, and Chris I was, was like keeping track of it at first. It down. I was writing the times down, and it got to where it was like less than a minute apart. Oh yeah! And I was ready to lose my shit on somebody. <laughs> it was, you know how he gets his panties in a twist over the prequels. Yes. Like imagine that, but me going, dude, just relax. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm fucking tired of it. I don't want to do this anymore. Don't. <laughs> I went to a convention in Maryland years ago called Horror Find, and uh, one of the stars from uh, the original. Day of the Dead was there, and this must have been his first convention he'd ever done or something. Mm. And he was so fucking excited to be there, and he's making money because people are buying his fucking eight by tens and all this and signatures. And then he starts reciting lines from the fucking movie because he was loud and obnoxious in the movie. Right. He he's the um he's like the sergeant. Uh, da- have you guys seen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the one who gets like torn in half. Oh right. Yeah. And he's for like. Sure. 
I'm running this fucking installation, Frankenstein. <laughs> he kept doing this the whole show, three fucking days of it. Let me tell you, by day three, you're like, dude, I want my 20 bucks back. Right. <laughs> you are fucking annoying. You don't deserve that $20, dude. Holy crap, man. I Like, I've had enough. Well, yeah. And this, you're killing me, man. So you would think out of the two cons that the Palm Springs con would have been the more uncomfortable, being that it was 123 degrees outside. But no... Long Beach Comic Con this weekend, uh, which, you know, always enjoy the Long Beach Comic Con. Um, uh, they didn't turn the air conditioning unit on in the building on Saturday. Fucking savages. Until 930. That's crazy. Right. So it ended up being hot and humid in there the entire fucking show. Like the entire day on Saturday, we were all dripping sweat, sitting, doing nothing. So it was miserable and the people were miserable right and it showed <laughs> yeah because now you know what you're like i don't want to be here i want to get the hell out of here i'm not spending money right well, they're not they weren't stopping, spending money that's for they're sure. not stopping to look at anything they're like you know what fuck this let's there were get, a lot of people walking fast let's let's get across the street to islands and have a yeah. cool beer yeah. some air conditioning yeah we always laugh because it's like the uh uh long beach is like uh uh if Las Vegas is Simple Jack Con, and Palm Springs is the con of, like, I was, we're having a con on the sun. Uh, right. Long Beach would be either, uh, like, Jaded Con or SA Con would be, like, my right. two things, where you're like, hey, man, we got this great book. He's like, what you got, Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole day, we're like, hey, man, you, you want to hear about, did your kid like comic books? Oh, man, she don't know how to read. <laughs> like, all day. Stupid. I was, you know what? There, there were a lot of people, like 50%, were not at all interested in comics. One guy was like, we were like, hey, uh, uh, hey, man, you look like a man in need of a new comic book. Man, I don't read comic books. That shit's gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, you're at a comic con. I don't know. Oh, what, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, we were, it was like one of those things. Like, how did you end up here? Like, it's like it, I, I start when I hear crap like that. It's like I feel like one of those nerds who goes, "Like, I want to, I want to take this back. <laughs> I want to go back to 1988 the way it was because mm-hmm. it was better. You know? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And the, and we have officially reached the point where cosplayers like we do we try not to engage no because it's like every like I'd say every third cosplayer yeah. has some severe like either social disorder or there we met the girl that's going to murder me later in my <laughs> life yeah yeah in the fucking bunny suit like it was a little scary she was yeah. like. She walked up and she's like, I go, oh, can I tell you about our book? And she's like, I would love to hear about your book. I love blood. Blood is wonderful. The nine-tailed dog that controls me. Tells, and I'm like, I'm all. <laughs> and I have to like put him to sleep so I can go about my day. you know. But he's constantly saying, take care of that cat. You know? You know? We, always, we, always, we always talk about like this country having uh, a, a, a mental health issue mm-hmm. and... Um, you have to agree with it. Oh, it's yeah. Fucking, it is bled into Comic-Con. Well, I, I tell you, man, like years ago, I remember when I was first getting into the 501st, I met um, another costuming club, <clears throat> Mercs, and this guy had a whole backstory to his character. What? Yeah. Uh, they name themselves and stuff. Really? You know, it's really pretty out there um a little too much for me they're not but all named Boba Fett. i am not a, oh no 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 <laughs> sir no sir does anyone get you. to be boba fett okay so to give you a brief background of the mando mercs they at one time were in the 501st okay. the bounty hunter guild 
pretty much was like you could just go ahead and make your own bounty hunter up. It was really right. like pretty you loose, know, real loose. And then uh, years ago, they decided that they just wanted to do canon costumes. Hmm. So they kicked all these mercs out. Gotcha. Well, they immediately started their own club, and that's cool. But I'm not into. Um, I guess you could call it the live action role play right. that they're kind of yeah, into. Definitely LARPing, man. Man. Yeah, big time. And I was just like, oh, dude, what am I getting myself into? All right, dude. <laughs> we, uh, uh, our, our new favorite game uh, that we've developed over the last, like, because, you know, you go to enough cons and we, like, your whole, like, how many fucking black Batmans or whatever do you need to see? You know, it's like the same. Black and white Batman statues. Just, I'm not talking about African American Batmans. <laughs> Black there and white, are plenty of those as well. Oh, yeah. And that is, and it was all good. Awesome, it's cool. Everybody, okay. everybody's Batman. It's everybody all is, everybody's welcome. But at a certain <laughs> point, like the cosplayers, we've reached the point where we're like, you know, that's cool. But it's like, don't fucking take your pictures in front of my booth. Right. Yes. Like I, I understand that. You obviously don't ever buy anything when you're here, which well, is annoying as shit. Yeah. Um. But. We like to, uh, what's the word, antagonize them as much oh, as yeah. possible. We, we really go after them. So now it's like every time we see uh, uh, like the arrow, green arrow walk by, we're like, Robin Hood, what's up? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so dirty, dude. And we got this oh, one guy, yeah. this one guy, and he walked by us three times. We're like, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. And he's like, I'm Green Arrow. We're all Green Lantern, Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. And then when the Mando Mercs walked by, Chris jumped up. He goes, oh my God, you guys look so good. Can I get a picture? And 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 he's like, I love BMX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they make their armor out of trash cans and yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. No, we do. We I, I especially am am not a fan of of the um the the trend. I mean it, what the file first does is a little different. Yeah. Um and it's an organization that does like charitable stuff and like these people are all there for look at me, look at me. Yeah, and that I mean, gets on the, my nerves. For the most part, dude, in in our club, you know, uh it's you definitely have an older crowd. Right. Uh, I'm always very surprised if I meet a, a younger member because our costumes are not made of foam that you get from right. the craft store. Our costumes um, have a, a, a price tag attached to them, mm-hmm. and most 19-year-olds are not going to be able to afford that straight yeah. up. Um, but what they can afford is make uh, giant keys right, uh, out of cardboard and foam and shit and that's you know that's what that crowd well it's like sure. let's let's put on a leotard or let's put on like the smallest possible bit of clothing you can put on and Which not that I i'm support. saying there's anything wrong with that <laughs> right. but that that's not really playing that character that you're just dressing up to dress up and have everybody look at you yeah. let's be uh, honest yeah, dude there are some of the professional cosplay people literally have Multiple costumes that they'll wear throughout a convention. Oh, Sometimes yeah. multiple in a day. Right. You know? right. Um, God, so, it's going to be exhausting. The most unique one of the weekend was one I'd never seen before, which is this guy came dressed as the motherfucker from Kick Ass 2. Yes. Oh. Have you seen Kick Ass 2? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you okay. remember uh, yeah. the red mist turns yes. into the motherfucker with yeah. like the, the BDSM gear. Right. And this shit was like spot on. It was pretty legit. And so people kept coming up to him and being like, oh, who are you? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse. And man. so Chris and I are sitting there, and I'm like, "What's that, my mother?" <laughs> like every time I would see him, and he must have walked by like a dozen times. Right. And then on day two, he came in a pretty legit ash, like from Evil Dead Two. Yeah. But then he switched back into the motherfucker right. halfway during the day. Right. Well, he's gonna get his money worth. Out I of that. guess, man. Yeah. And Chris and we were talking. Chris like, where does he one even get all that stuff? I go, oh, Chris, that's like the same spot you buy the goggles. Like, right. it's <laughs> you'd be surprised. A lot of people, man, spend a lot of money in like custom fabrication. Oh yeah, if they're not making it themselves. There are people out there who've got they've turned it into a, a definite right. industry, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got some friends that are like way, way into their making their own and. To the point where, like, like Kimmy, she did her own uh, Big Barda, mm-hmm. and like DC used her costume design in one of the books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's it was super cool. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty dope. So, I mean, that's I can respect that. Right. That's an uh, uh, that's about craft, you know. Yeah. But buying a bunch of shit that you know you can well, find you know, at the Halloween store and well you know. yeah I mean you could always tell the difference between right. the Halloween store anyway I don't want to rip on the I cosplayers mean, that's that's but how, we do mess with them a that, bit that's how uh, uh, Tom uh, Littleston yeah Hiddleston ran around Comic Con in a in a like a Halloween club Django fet really oh, funny yep. now Steve you will be happy to know. That I got into it with a security person oh my at God. Palm Springs. Oh, man. I thought we were going to go a whole year <laughs> nope, without you. <laughs> nope. I was waiting for something at Long Beach, but it was me that was all irate at Long Beach. So, <laughs> oh, he this, lost his shit, too. On the like, Saturday, they're like, cl- the floor closes at 7. And we're literally at the end of the day. I mean, we had a great day on Saturday. Yeah. And this couple comes up. And so we're in the middle of the pitch, like talking to them about the book. They're super excited. And they're into it. And they're into it. And the security woman walks up to them and is like, the con is closed. You need to leave. No, it wasn't even that. The con is closing. You need to start moving toward the door. Yeah. Just like. This was 10 minutes before the con closed. Uh-huh. Like they had already announced the con's going to close in 10 minutes. And then I watch her walk down the row and she does this to every table that's trying to make one last sale. Right. And so she comes back and I fucking lit into her. Oh, yeah. Like I was just like, hey, hey, I just at first I was like. You know, I, I get you doing your job, but we're trying to make our sale. What time does the con close? And she's like, well, seven. I go, well, you're eight minutes early. Right. You know? I'm all, you can't come. I'm like, And she's like, well, I'm just doing what my boss says. I go, well, your boss is a fucking idiot. And you, <laughs> it, from there, it, went, it snowballed. And then it was like shouting at her down the aisle. Why don't you try not being rude? You know? <laughs> How about that? Can you try that? <laughs> and, and, and literally, like, this guy walks over. Is, is that your boss? Is that him right there? Because right. yeah. he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> it was pretty hey, good. You know, I, I've watched him go toe-to-toe with the, the parking lot attendant oh, yeah. over the I've legal tender. Too. Okay, so, <laughs> like, this lady didn't even know what she was getting herself into. No. Like, listen, it says 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. That means 7 o'clock. Or not running on Filipino time here, right. or whatever, <laughs> or, whatever clock you're running, right, on, lady. Right. Okay. Or just politely say, "Excuse me, the con is closing. You need to start." What do they do at Comic Con at, at seven o'clock? They just thank you, good night, and then security starts moving. Right, that's you what you know? do. Yeah. You move your way through. Yeah. So but, no, she was totally rude. She was thanks, wrong. Thanks for the ten minute warning. And she didn't do it the next day. Oh yeah. no! Well, that I, shit was over. I kind of made day. a big stink about it, and yeah. then everybody in our row was like, "Yeah." Way to tell her because she did the same shit to me, and I'm like, well, if you're not going to advocate for yourself, nobody is going to, you know. Yeah, like this is a business. Like I know you an eight dollar an hour employee over there. You know, in this day and age, you never know if you're going to have some United 
you know, pilots come and drag you down the fucking, you know, aisle or something, you know, you're next thing you're getting tased in the nuts. Oh, that's always fun. Somebody's hitting you in the face of bear spray or some (laughs) shit. Everybody seems to have this these days. Like that shit is proliferated. Like I gotta tell you what, dude, as a, as a hiker, like a a can of bear spray is not cheap, dude. Mm. That's like 50 bucks. Right. Wow. Yeah. You know, people we have just, some for camping, so yeah. You know, it's like that's expensive. That's an expensive deterrent. You guys are just spraying all over the damn place, man. You want to calm it down? You know, there might be bears. I mean, every time I turn around, there's one wandering out around Altadena. You know, so, <laughs> holy shit, man. Well, we definitely had a good time. The bingo cards went out. Yes. Uh, uh, and so Dean showed up. Dean showed like the Dean the cre- Dean Bertoff, the creator of our bingo cards. Thank you, Dean. Yes, Dean showed up and he was like giddy that he's like because Chris saw like, I put your name created on by by you and he's like oh my god yay <laughs> so and then he bought a Stranger Things shirt and like ran down the aisle as Spider Man the rest of the day. Awesome. Yeah, he had a pretty he had the new Spider Man like the one with the hood and the little goggles for eyes and what have you. It uh, looked pretty legit. Like yeah, I was I was talking to a friend of mine at work. He. He listens to the show on and off here and there, you know. And I said, yeah. somebody that listens uh, just made a, a bingo game of mm-hmm. the shit that we say, you know, kind of throughout our, our episodes. And he said, oh, dude, I got to see this shit. So now I'm going to take this to work. Oh, it's so good, dude. <laughs> Pass it and around, I dude. made two. <laughs> now, I'm hoping that people will give us more of that kind of stuff so we can create more bingo cards that have, you know, less repetition on them. Content. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's. I mean, there's a lot on there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's pretty busy. There, but it's and a we lot. had a number of people that had never heard the show before would like read the bingo card, and the one they consistently laughed at was the Steve is disappointed by something violent his kids did. Steve <laughs> is proud of something violent his kid did. So, uh, but, but all things considered, like two weekends back to back cons, I've never done that in my life. That's rough. It was not fun. Yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, it was a lot. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday at Long Beach. And you Beach missed the day, rough. so I did. I missed you the missed last Sunday, Sunday at Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. So poor Chris did five days five in two weeks. Five days, so. dude. Which is why he was super bitter week two. Yep. <laughs> I, and I let them know at Long Beach when I went to renew for next year. They said, "Oh, how was your con?" And I said, "I said, did you have a good con?" I said, "Not really. No." <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Like, every other person had empty hands, if that tells you anything. Like, well, we didn't really like this weekend, but, you know, we tried it out, and next year it'll be on a different weekend. I'm like, well, I hope so, because there's a lot of talk about people not coming back. You know, there's also another, uh, I think it's Gen Con. It's a gaming convention that's going on. on, They do it on Memorial Day weekend. They do it on Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of gets some people, too. Right. Yeah, there was some. I mean, I, I, I would, uh, go ahead. It, it wasn't bad. No, Saturday was was fine. Saturday was phenomenal. Sunday, Sunday was, was not terrible. Yeah. Sunday was really rough. And it wasn't that it was like it just the people that were there. Like they like that was the day the guy was like, "Fucking comic books are gay." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm all. I, I just was dumbfounded. Like you're like, at a Comic Con, you know? So it was like the woman that was like. No, I don't read comic books. <laughs> and then the other one that was like, I'm just here because my husband likes to look at naked titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can hang out with her. Oh, husband. she was hammered, but, but too. Oh, yeah. But she still bought a fucking book. Hey. Yeah, she's like, Yeah, I'll give you five. I don't fucking care. Here's five bucks. Go ahead. Give me your book. I'll read it. 
Or not. I don't know. Maybe I'll use it for a fan. It's hot as fuck yeah. in here. Yeah. Hey, lady, totally. thank you for your support. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my kid, I'm like, take that five bucks right now. Put it in the thing before she changes her mind. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was definite some... Uh, Okay, so all roads lead to Darien real quick. The oh, Palm Jesus. Springs. No, Palm Springs. So they had this speed dating thing in Palm Springs. And Darien goes, the girl comes over and she's talking to Darien about it. And, and, you know, of course, like, thank you for coming to our booth to fucking pitch us something. And she's like, yeah, it's speed dating, but Comic-Con style. So we do one at two and four and eight. And she's like, oh, I'd love to do one at four. And we're like, all right, that's fine. It's the end of the day. Go do your thing. So she goes and girls don't have to pay, but the men do. So that's where they get you. And she comes back and she's like, Ron. Oh my God, I got 30 phone numbers. Or, or, and we're like, and I'm like, Chris, Chris, Chris and I are like, neither of us are impressed by that, yeah. Darian. That's- Dude, you went into the room and picked up the low hanging fruit, is what you did. <laughs> you're, you're not going after like the super studs. The guys that are going to speed dating at Comic Con, I got to tell you, they're not studs. <laughs> uh, back when uh, my daughter Sid uh, was going to San Diego with us, you know, Sid is like, you know, she's. You know, got thigh highs right. on and the boots, and she's like little goth princess and shit. And she's walking probably ten feet ahead of me and my buddy Robert and my right. buddy Ed. And every fucking guy that walked by her, hundreds of guys were like doing a double take. Well, of course. And I'm like, I'm used to it, right? Okay, I have a beautiful daughter. What can I say? I make beautiful children. She dressed so, that way. She's what dressed the way she's dressed. I get it. Robert was losing his fucking mind, dude. <laughs> he is literally yelling at every guy that what you know between Hall H and fucking E. Right. He yells at every single guy. She is fucking eighteen years old. <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus Christ! Sit, put a damn code on he is fucking going he's like i don't know how you do this dude yeah it's funny i remember that year as oh well. yeah dude. i remember that like he fucking was flipping out he's like i don't know how you have a daughter i don't know how you let her out of the fucking house you could be a grandpa yeah <laughs> so, it's gonna be okay man it's good i, I promise I, i'm always watching dude. she's got a good head on her shoulders it's all good uh, there was, and then there's low-hanging fruit uh, I, who gets i gotta tell you i gotta tell you the the <clears throat> the most inappropriate comment I've ever heard, though, didn't come from a guy, though. We were at Monster Palooza one year. Same scenario. She's mm-hmm. ahead of me, and she walks by these two chicks, and both of them are like inked models right. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them fucking turns to the other one, and I, I can't even say it. You but I was like, no, you got You no, said you it gotta up. You got to say it now. And she was like, I fuck her so hard. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's my fucking kid, yo. And then, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, ah, the fuck, da, 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 tone it down, yo. Fucking hoes, man. God damn, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was the one I was like, oh, I need to have a fucking drink now. Dude. There was a couple. And by this time, she's like 20. Yeah, four or oh, something geez. at this one. You so know? it doesn't get better, is what you're saying? No. Well, I was like, oh god, damn, dude, you vulgar biatch. Well, there was definitely a lot of uh, Long Beach was the uh, uh, the ass cheek weekend. Yeah, again, it was definitely a lot of ass going on it, which was weird because you would uh, you would have thought like Vegas. Vegas was like full nude weekend, right? But, like Long right. Beach was ass cheek weekend, you know. And then Palm Springs was like side boob weekend. It mm-hmm. was right. Yeah. Right. 
Very nice. And then LA Con is Mansack on the table weekend oh, every Jesus, year. Jesus, that freaking guy. <laughs> Just right at that level. We saw him at Long Beach. Does he wear like sweatpants too? Oh, no. He's got like on the, uh, the, spandex. the little spandex. Oh, this fucking goddamn moose knuckle all fucking up on your shit, dude. <laughs> goddamn. Oh. Uh, okay. And then the weirdest. Okay. I won't say the guy's name because I don't want to give him any fucking props or credit, but I remember his name. But this dude comes up and he's got a, he's got his teeth filed into like points. Oh, that guy with the makeup on. And yeah, everything? and he's got like he was doing like Fuck that he was guy. doing like a lame version of the Spooky Steve thing where he was like trying to be his own character. But, but like you, like look, I always gave you respect because you're like you didn't play to like a crowd. You didn't. You just sort of walked around and people ran up to you and were like, "Can I get a picture with you?" And you're like, "Sure." Right. right. Oh, who are you? And I'm like, uh, Steve. <laughs> right. This guy's Steve. basically like in a in a horror rock band or something, uh-huh. and and he was with his little camera trying to be all clever and shit. And which get, first off, he brought his camcorder from 1998 with right, him, which right. was really funny. <laughs> the little flip out thing, the handheld. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And then and then he like, came to the table phone. and started talking to Darian, and this dude had the worst fucking bo I have right. ever smelled in my life. Now this is saying a lot at a comic con, Steve. Yes, it is. Yeah, that this is. is this is like beyond bad gym bo. It mm. was just like holy shit, dude. Like you are. Oh, he was back the next day with the same outfit, everything. And I'm sure he hadn't showered. I saw that dude outside as we were loading out, yelling at the Jesus people out front. Well, there was only the two guys. You know? Okay, but he was still down there harassing them. Was it the seriously aggressive two guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Those fucking two dudes, man. And I mean, they were like they were like wrecking on everybody. I can hang with the fucking yellow sign people who just stand there silent like those fuckers on that HBO show. Right. Right. But these two fucking assholes, man. Holy crap. Dude. And they sit out there and talk shit the whole time. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. These guys like... What is it, Halloween? What do you? He's like, what are you, a bunch of homos? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, you're, what? You're, you're selling us, dude. Oh yeah, I, that that's some awesome that's some awesome pitch work you got there. Yeah, well done, sir. Well <laughs> yeah, done. Right. So, boy, where do I sign up to your church? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Jackasses, man. Yeah, man. So it was, uh, uh, it was, you know, it was a fun two weekends, but it it, it helped. It was exhausting. Yeah, but it really helped me, I think, at the end of the day, because I gotta, uh, we gotta talk a little bit about Game of Thrones, uh, right. which it is time for a segue. Um, but, <laughs> but Game of Thrones, like, obviously, we got done last Sunday night, and Chris and I both were scattering home. Notice I didn't text anybody because I didn't want to fucking spoil a single thing mm. about nothing to anybody. Um, so we haven't talked in probably three episodes. It's been a, a minute. It's so been since Jamie Lannister went riding at the dragon. Well, I don't think we did that on a... On I don't a, think we did it on a podcast. On a podcast. I we might have. We might have. But <clears throat> we definitely didn't do North of the Wall. No, we did talk about that because we were all geeking out on, on uh, finally yeah, okay, no, getting our dragon Okay, no, we did not talk balls. about... North of the Wall. We have on the not. Show, no, which no, is that one internally. Which is right. the single greatest episode of because Game of Ron Thrones was ever. one of the guys who couldn't fucking wait till Sunday night and <laughs> right. had to watch it seventeen times before Sunday <laughs> on the the leaked stuff. Yeah. You know, which is great because I, I'm glad I did because otherwise I would have been in a Salt Lake hotel on at two a.m. on a Sunday night trying to watch this goddamn thing on my phone. Right. Because apparently Salt Lake City doesn't the hotel we were at uh, only does not have HBO. They're like we have the Mormon Channel. 
We have CBS and we offer HGN and those awesome. are and the 700 Club. <laughs> no, they're Mormons. They don't watch the 700. I'm going Club. to Utah this weekend. Well, actually, luckily I'll just be outside camping the whole time. Well, so. We stopped in Zion on our way back, but yeah. we went up, we went up north to do the uh, uh, for a wedding and then for the eclipse, and then we just drove back home on Monday night. So, uh, but if you can ever drive 11 hours to see an eclipse, don't. Um, it was yeah. I'm sorry, man. I thought that was fucking people were. Yeah, I don't get retarded, it. Dude. I, didn't get it. I, I will say this. I will say this. It was really cool. Like uh, to do it once. Like I've never done that before. Yeah, yeah but it, it's the summer of adventure, dude. Like I was just I like, guess. fuck it, why not? You know. And we did a lot of cool shit along the way. We partied in Vegas for a night. We partied right. in Salt Lake, which was actually That's cooler cool. than it sounds. Yeah. Um, we went to Zion for an afternoon and fucking yeah. hiked around, and then we. You know, came back through Vegas and had barbecue at the best barbecue place on the planet. That made the whole trip worth a ride. It did indeed. So, um, but yeah, man. So Game of Thrones, North of the Wall. Um, As I text Steve in the aftermath, I could literally watch a spinoff of Tormund and the Hound just walking around, talking shit to each other and killing things. I would fucking, I would be there for every episode. I think those fucking two guys, man, together. Goddamn, they're awesome. Comedy gold. Yeah, like. And Tormund, for me, like, when he was just, when he was like, he, you know, he's like, the South smells like pig shit. And he's like, yeah. you've never been to the South. And he's all, <laughs> 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 he's all yeah, A lot of their uh, duos in there, I was like, I right. need more of this. Like, we've talked about in, in the past with uh, Brienne and fucking... Uh, Tormund? Uh, no, uh, uh, fucking Podrick, dude. Oh, yeah, man. You yeah, know? some good stuff in there, too. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of... We wasted a lot of time on some other bullshit. I right. could have used some more of those characters, you right? Know? I could have, and I had Bron and anybody. Oh, dude, Bron's gold with everybody. Every single person, he's yeah. amazing with them. Yeah. But it was like for me, what was surprising was how enjoyable like the seven of them, and then the like half a dozen red shirts they brought with them right. uh, were as a group. It was know? cool because at first you just saw like the seven of them, and I was thinking like fucking seven samurai, yeah, right, right. Shit. And then when the episode kind of you know then they throw in a couple extra guys and like, All right, which I, I tried counting gotta, a number of times and they only showed 11 people in the initial wide shot yeah and I counted six guys that got killed right so right. unless the one dude that got mauled by the bear got up and then continued on the journey after uh, uh, what's his face uh, Thoros got mauled by the bear as well right. uh, I was kind of confused by that so um, but I, I was, it's kind of funny to me because coming out of that episode, I've come, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I've come to the realization that most of the viewing audience on this show is, are, are idiots. Um, yeah. yeah. They can't, can't decipher very simple things such as like the constant like, well, where did they get the chains from? And it's like, you do realize that it was all a fucking trap. The entirety of it was a trap, and it was set up as such to be a trap, so he could get the dragon, obviously, to knock down the wall. Like, this, this, Boom. Was, it was very obvious in when we were watching it, and then the next episode, because otherwise, why, why, why are the zombies walking around in the north for forever? Well, they had no way past the wall. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Until the dragon came, and it was right. like, it was a trap. Like, like how hard is that? It, it just like, ah, oh, it just drives me nuts, you know? It drives me nuts. They're the same people who fucking demand things like prequels. Yes. They need everything explained to them, and then they bitch and complain when things are explained to them. You right, know? right. They're like, well, I never wanted to know how Darth Vader was small. <laughs> You're like, well, then... You know, then, you know oh, you know, how did she get there so fast? The fucking ravens were this. They were flying. The and- fact... The fact that, uh, first off, we, do we already... need a season of, of fucking, what's his name, running all the way back to the fucking wall? Do oh we need a God. fucking another season of that? I mean, there Jesus was, Christ. There was the cutscene released of that where he's he takes off running 
and then it shows him from another angle running and then running. <laughs> yeah. It was like a good two I mean, minutes you know, of him just w- running. W- what the fuck you want? The goddamn Lord of the Rings and him <laughs> right, getting back right. to the fucking wall? I mean, fuck me, man. I've seen enough shit of people just walking. Well, and, and it was like, to me, I'm like, just enjoy the fucking story, dude, because it was dope. Like, yeah, it was so dope. Yeah. Good. God damn, It was man. so good. There was so much to love about it. And I was like, every moment, um, uh, and once again, the trap, like the moment when they came across the White Walker, and it just so happened to be the one zombie that, you know, didn't get killed when they killed the one White Walker. Like, that that was obviously part of the trap as well. Right. You know, this was, it was the Night King had this well-laid plan, but like, like, uh, hard home was I fucking was holding my breath during that whole episode. Yeah, I was oh, like, dude, when they this got is to so the ice. Oh, dude, I tell you what, man, oh, through oh. that rock. Oh no, man! When fucking I thought I thought uh, Tormund was going down. Right? Did you yell at your screen? F- I said, yes. God, fucking damn it! Come on, man! <laughs> I mean, you killed everybody else I fucking liked, and now. Oh, Leave that poor right? man alone. Don't you think? I feel like Tormund has reached official Daryl status. I I'm think like, if Tormund maybe. dies, we riot. I think right now he's on top. He's the only person on top of that fucking broken ass wall. Going, how the fuck am I going to get down from <laughs> here? <laughs> you know? Him and Beric. What the fuck do I do now? <laughs> the, I do only have one complaint. Like he, when Tormund's literally like, well, you know, how are we going to set the body on fire? And I'm all, well, didn't you feed these assholes, like, light their swords on fire at least a half right. dozen times at this point? Like, come on now. That, you know? Those are pretty cool flaming swords. Man. Yeah, that's I pretty badass, like, That's dude. fucking lightsaber shit there, man. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But it was cool. cool. It was yeah, cool as fuck, fuck dude. Yeah, man. It was and rad. that hammer, like, Gendry's hammer when the hound was, like, like knocking fuckers out with it. Yeah. I'm all, yeah! Like, everything about that was dope. And then the dragon showed up, and it was just like, nuclear fucking arsenal! And they were just yeah. like, dropping dragon fire. There was just like so many good shots in this last half of the season. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because it's like, people are like, complaining. It just kills me because they're like, well, it's not the quiet small moments anymore like it was a couple seasons ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> that they were complaining about yeah, a couple yeah, seasons yeah. ago. You have fucking six, seven seasons of it. Come on, it's we got we got to wrap this shit up, yo. Right? It's like there's no new mysteries at this point. Yeah. We're, we're just answering questions. I mean, I gotta, We've answered the John I gotta Snow fucking question. tell you, man. I was I was getting pretty like really. We're gonna start a new fucking thread here with the whole uh, Sansa and Arya oh, and Littlefinger thing, and I was like. Really? We're going to stretch this fucking shit Let's out? Let's not do that. So when they wrap that up, yeah. I'm like, oh, thank God, man. Let's just get to the fucking, you Well, know. wasn't that like a satisfying wrap-up, oh, though? Such a satisfying wrap-up. And actually, if you go back, because I, I went back, I, I've just been like, this last seven weeks, I've been like addicted to Game of Thrones. I literally haven't watched anything else but Game of Thrones. It's like while I've been working on shit, I've just been throwing it on in the background and rewatching it. Yeah. Because I'm just like I've been in everything that I've wanted to see out of this show. I've been getting this last year, mm-hmm. and people are like fan service, and I'm like, well, yeah, I suffered through like fucking people's testicles getting cut off so I could watch Many dragons, people's <laughs> testicles and dicks getting cut off, right? So I could watch dragons and shit blowing shit up. You know, we've seen her break the chains. Yeah, we've right. seen her give the birth. <laughs> Right? right, right, like let's have some fucking war now. Right, it's. I want to see man. some fucking dragons do some fucking damage. Uh, you know, I and mean, the, and it's funny because everyone's like, "Oh, there's no good writing moments." I'm all the whole what? fucking the whole you fucking what, first dude. 15 minutes of the the North episode was brilliant. You know, so, uh, these are the uh, same fucking people. I fucking promise you, dude, that are bitching about this, bitch about everything else mm. in the world. Every 72 hours, the cup is red. Right, or whatever right. the fuck, dude. You know, 
I, I even see this in like, you know, I, I start getting back into to Warhammer 40,000. And, you know, it's the same fucking goddamn bitching and fucking moaning in this game. And I'm like, I've been a fan of this for 30 years. So I'm kind of like, ah, you go away. Just go away. Right. You know? So sick of these fucking people and they're fucking. So the question is, did anybody else like get was anybody else slightly weirded out by Jon Snow and Danny having sex oh, at the of end of the not. <laughs> we're, we're totally grossed out by the Lannisters but you know her nephew no biggie I, I kind of like when, them when he was knocking on her door I'm like dude that's your aunt don't go fuck your aunt <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. like don't do it don't ah oh, 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 he's balls hey you know what I gotta tell you man there were still some people out there who were like I don't know if they missed an episode or didn't really kind of understand the visions that brand was seen that they didn't know they didn't get it and i was like you know they're related and he's like what <laughs> yeah they're how do you not get it when they go from the baby <laughs> dude i gotta fucking... fade to john snow because they're fucking sitting there they're too busy bitching about the goddamn chains <laughs> I- i'll tell you what they, i missed a lot they pick up their phone and they start fucking texting right about the chains right and they miss these vital parts <laughs> now i will admit i missed the mountain the first time through but on rewatch i'm like oh that's fucking obvious I mean, yeah. he's in like 15 scenes in the background while they're working on him. Right. I didn't get it the first time. Oh, I know. yeah. It was, okay. I, I remember it was some that, fucking guy they were trying joke, to bring back yeah. to life. No, we, Steve and I remember that as well, Chris. Yeah, so. I, you know, I didn't get it. I, <laughs> we, but we know. On the rewatch, I'm like, oh, it was obvious. I must have been like texting or something about the chains. I don't know. But I got to tell you, man, it's going to be a long year and a half. Uh, try a year and a half. Dude. Oh, dude, is it? January 2019 is the absolute is earliest. Is that really? I thought that was just an internet clickbait myth. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't open it up. So. No, we are we are screwed on Game of Thrones, Ooh, and there's man. only six. But if I'm HBO, like seriously at this point, I'm going to them and like, what more do you need to stretch this out? Like four more episodes, right? Like right. stupid. Like, like the give amount. Us some more. Well, I mean, I, look, I know cost wise, they were like, well, we are doing this in seven. But I think they could have stretched that out into ten very easily mm-hmm. if they just. I mean, if but but realistically, like I was reading about it, the scene of them from the finale when they had their little meeting outside that was ten days of shooting. Really, and there didn't seem like there was a whole lot going on there. I mean, they did have the dragon shot and they had all the effect stuff with the you know the White Walker and that. Wow. But ten days to shoot a bunch of people just talking at each other that's a long ass time right. so it tells goes to tell me that they're just they don't shoot quickly when they shoot any of this shit no and all of their like establishing shots and stuff for the the castle yeah they fucking shot it in four different like countries oh wow like if you got to watch the after the thrones thing that they put on i was tripping on i'm like holy even, shit even the even the fucking uh, beyond the what was it beyond the wall episode yeah, that yeah. was oh yeah uh at least three locations yeah for that well and what's amazing to me and i told chris i said the 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 beyond the wall the north of the wall episode like to me they should have ended season seven with them going out and then made that into a feature picture dude i would have gone and watched two and a half hours of that just them on the fucking yo samurai north of the wall fucking that'd be cool like that gives me a heart on just thinking about it dude that'd be a fucking cool movie like and i think that would have done 200 million at the box office easily but they're like well we don't think it's okay for the fans and i'm gonna fuck that Big budget, motherfucker. Make it happen. Right. You know? right. So, but I, I just, yeah. And then the season finale, dude, like Peter Baelish, that kind of surprised me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I know he I surprised was, him. 
I used the ass out. <laughs> Look at it. He went, what? I was doing what? So I think you're misunderstanding this little, like, constant breathing out. Shansa. <laughs> yeah, he bugs the shit out of me. I was so happy. Oh, that was great, though. When he started crying, I'm like, that's right. Cry, yes. little bitch. Cry, cry little <laughs> bitch. And Ari was like, she's all, I believe my sister was talking to you. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, uh, does Ari keep his face? Oh, yeah. Like, do you think she just has, like... She's going to go back to... She gonna t- I still think she's going to take out Cersei. <clears throat> I think it's going to be Jamie. I think they've set up Jamie at this point. Uh, maybe. Although I feel like... Okay, is she pregnant? I don't think she's pregnant. I think she's lying. No, she's pregnant, dude. I don't think she's pregnant. I think she's lying or she's lying to herself to make everybody think she's pregnant, so... She ain't that old. I mean, it's not about her being old. I just think she's a crazy person. I mean, how do you take a test back then, too? I mean, you, like, pee on a sheep? <laughs> Type of thing. Oh, you stop know. bleeding. I guess you, you know, be on a sheep. How yeah. does that work? I don't know. You're all. If it turns blue, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a bun in the oven. Uh, you medieval <laughs> fucking fucking yes. blue sheep's running around. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you see the theory uh, somebody put out today? It was like. Uh, Hot pie is the reason that everything's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> what? Basically, they're all fucking hot pie. If he'd just be fat and stay in the kitchen, none of this would have happened because Ari would have gone oh, and killed Cersei. Right. Cersei'd have been dead. There would have been nobody to convince about having to do the White Walkers. The dragon's still be alive. All the White Walkers would be north of the wall. And fat hot pie would still be fat somewhere cooking <laughs> That's shit. That's funny as hell. <laughs> it was great. I was cracking the Seven deg- degrees of Kevin Bacon there. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I, like, I don't know. Like... I guess we start. We're at the end, so we got six episodes left. So I guess the ultimate question is, who do you guys think this far out is going to end up sitting on the Iron Throne? Well, they've set it up to be John, but I still think Daenerys is going to be the one. I think they. I think they legitimately might just kill everybody. I mean, John is reluctantly the king of the North. Like he don't want to be the he king. Does, of the he Iron doesn't want to be that man. I think if it were up to him, he'd go back up to the fucking wall. Right, you know. I mean, I think he was fucking content up there. Well, I, I can't he wait. Never for, wanted this. I can't wait for next season to play the Daenerys bend the knee drinking game. That's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna be my favorite. Because uh, knock knock, who's there? Bend <laughs> knee. Because <laughs> she's trying to get everybody to bend the knee. Apparently, um, yeah, man. But uh, I, I mean, I think there's a good chance that Jamie might end up as the only person still living too. No, I think him and I think him and Cersei are gonna die together. They gotta go. Yeah. You think you think I have this theory that they came in together, they made babies together, weird, <laughs> and they will die together. You think so? I think so. Interesting. It's Interesting. gotta be Arya. It's gotta be. You think like she kills No, I think Jamie kills Cersei. I maybe. see I see them running each other through, kind of like the end of Excalibur. Excalibur. Oh nice. You know, man. Good that pull, type by of the way. thing. Yeah. You know? Um But we've seen that. I, or Daenerys. No, I, I really like. I don't know that John survives. I don't know that Daenerys survives. I, I don't know that any I of them. I think she people. goes on. I think she goes on to rule the the yeah. Seven Kingdoms. I think it's Brienne and Tormund, and Tormund creates giant babies that can, fucking that rule the world. <laughs> I that would be the 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 world that I would like to see happen. You know, uh. <laughs> I just want I want Tormund to have his own spin. I mean, show. I just want to see him happy because right. I mean, when he looks at her, it's just happiness, man. You know, I mean. They'd be great big monsters. <laughs> That'd be so rad, dude. 
<laughs> his reaction to everything and he's like I love the north I can breathe up here he's like how do you stay warm he's all he's like movement's good fighting's better fucking's best yeah. <laughs> there's no women within 100 miles here we make do with what we've got <laughs> that's poetry man that guy's awesome dude and poor Gendry is like um, my butthole does not want to have any part of this. <laughs> run, Gendry, run. Dude, when did Forrest, like, jump into the Game of Thrones? I don't know, man. I just, this whole, like, this season, I, and it's funny because people were bitching that, like, well, nobody died this year. I'm all, you lost, what? you lost so many main players this year. Right. From the past, like, Olena's been around since season two. Right. You no, know, dude, they, they get so used to that whole, like... Uh, you know, they do it in, in Walking Dead in every fucking season finale. Somebody off. big dies. You know, some big name gets croaked off or something like that. Well, I legit... And the, they, they expect the same thing in every show that they watch. Yeah, but I mean, I think legit, like, Peter Baelish had a legit <clears throat> shot to sit on the Iron Throne the way things were going. Right. Yeah. And he just... I, I think he... he he ran into Bran not understanding what Bran was. Right. And I think it all comes down to that moment when Bran was like, do you know who that knife belonged to? Mm-hmm. And like at that point, like Bran knew. And I, I think that the, the, the mistake the show made was trying to make us think that like the sisters were actually at each other's throat. Yeah. When I, it, I think the whole time they were setting up Peter. Like it, I didn't see it coming though. Well, now in retrospect, it's like, I think at some point... Sansa had to have talked to Bran. It just is annoying that all of it happened off screen. You know, right. like it would have made more sense to watch but them it set have the been trap. As fun. Yeah, I guess the payoff was that you didn't see it coming. That Littlefinger has worked everyone all the way through these seven seasons, and just when you think he's going to do it again, he fucking gets his due. Well, and the worst part is that, so good. That fucker was the at fault for the entirety of the war. Right. Yeah. Like, when you look back, you're like, oh, my God. Like, he, it's all his fault. He did all of this. He has orchestrated this entire thing up until this point. We finally got our revenge on this asshole. So, but completely <laughs> satisfying. Him blubbering and crying like a little bitch that on the way it. out. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love you, Sansa. I love you so much. <laughs> Dude, those memes you guys are putting up with fucking Arya fucking wearing his face. <laughs> You stop that? That shit was funny, man. That's good stuff, dude. That was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, me out. I, this whole like, yeah, this I, I was I was completely satisfied by the season of Game of Thrones. I think other people are just stupid. Um, if you did not get this season, you're so dumb that you. I don't know what you're expecting you, of this show. I think people just. They just want to bitch for the sake of bitching. They're yeah. so used what to. What more could you so, want? They're so used to bitching about. Crap, dude! That that they sit here and they fucking put everything on a microscope and fucking dissect it with the fucking scalpel, dude. Yeah, like, I agree. God, although, although I did hear enemy one good, of fun, dude. One good uh, term, which was "jump the Stark." The show had jumped the Stark. <laughs> but, um, that is funny. I was like, okay, that's witty. <laughs> I saw this one the other day. Fucking, it was it was uh, I, mean, I don't know if you guys put it up or it was somebody else, but they, it was a uh, Arya uh, Sans on the the tower, right? And said something like, uh, I saw that today. one is not simply going to Mordor. Isn't that what dad says or something like that? Yeah, that's cool. Like, what the hell was he talking about? What's Mordor? That's pretty funny. All right. So uh, Game of Thrones 2019. So you don't have to listen to another Game of Thrones discussion on the podcast for a while. Oh, that's cool. All I know is we've been rewatching at our house like pretty hardcore since before the season ended. Right. That season five is rough, dude. 
Yeah, that season five is really hard to watch. I gotta like, tell you, man, there there were times in the show throughout many seasons, dude. I I, I think I've talked about it before. I, I was about ready to walk. Right. I was like, God, oh, this fucking seems oh, to be going nowhere. Faceless dude. man and the the fucking torture of Reek and like all of that shit was just. And the rape from uh, Sansa's rape stuff. Well, that, doesn't, that stuff doesn't bother me. I but just, it was just like, that was the the most difficult season to get through. Because there was so much shit going on. It got it got dark for a while. But for me, it was like the redemption. Like, Jon Snow's revival made season five, like... Right. The be- like, to me, I was like, I love this storyline. And then I mm-hmm. love all the shit with Jamie. Anytime Bronn's on screen, I'm like the right. happiest guy. Right. And then that's when we really got to meet Tormund for the first time with yeah. season five. Yeah. Like, he was kind of in season four a little, but he was, you know. Yeah, and then you're dealing with Mance and the Wildlings. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, You know, it was just... It, but it's, season five had it's hard It's the season home. on the farm is like, what it is. No, dude. You know what? You can't... Like, everybody shits on season two of The Walking Dead, but I like season two of The Walking Dead. I do, Dead. too. So did I. But it's... Like, but when it's you go so, back... Oh, no, no. The prison was the one that was long. I like the prison, too. The prison's long, I thought dude. Woodbury, like, the first season of Woodbury was the one that I was like, it started out good, and then it, like, you go back and re- yeah. like, rewatch Walking <laughs> Dead at some point, and you're like, the farm stuff is not as bad as people make it no, out. No, no, no. All the stuff with Shane is in there. It's like, good shit, dude. So, to I just, me, it was still developing the characters, which yeah. I actually can appreciate, you know? Well, because you're not just like, I like zombies. Zombies are fun. And I, and <laughs> some I, of the best zombies, zombies were in that season, You know though. what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, what I try to tell people is like, listen, man, if if it was just this constant zombie attack, you'd be bitching about that. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's only so many times that they could fucking wow you, dude. I mean, there's literally, you, you kind of, I mean, look at now, it's almost like every couple episodes we have to say, okay, we have sand zombies. Okay, next episode we're going to do swamp zombies. You right. Know? I mean, they're going to run out of like. We by the way, fantastic man name I call Swamp Zombies. As swamp my, Zombies, dude. Yeah, that's. that's uh, Sand Zombies just didn't go over very well, no, you no. know? <laughs> um, but eventually you fucking run out. And it's like, you, you got to develop these characters a little bit. You're, you're still yeah. living in this world, man. Right. And you know, the same with fucking Game of Thrones. And I, you know, I'm kind of guilty of it. It's like, I just kind of got like, fuck, man, right when I'm getting into a story. They end it. You switch yeah. me over to somebody that mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about. Right. Or something you're like, oh, fuck, dude. I would really like to see a super edit like of one character story <laughs> where it's like all their stories throughout a season right. edited into like. Well, that'd be cool. Like, I would like to see Daenerys' story edited into just one, like only scenes that yeah, she's that in. Stuff in Marine is pretty long. You know, and I never got bored five. with the Marine stuff, dude. So. Uh, with the the guy in the gold guys in the gold masks, it got a little long. It didn't bother me. I liked it because it was it was showing kind of this other exotic world, right? right. You know that that they kind of talk about in Westeros, but doesn't really exist. You know, and, and then you're actually seeing. I don't know. I thought right. it was kind of cool. And I think it's cool, especially now. Like it, all that shit paid off later, right? Because it's like you got to set up you got to set up the Dothraki, and especially like you go all the way back and Jamie having that moment. Because you remember Tywin going nobody that you would never meet. The Dothraki in open battle because you'll no, it was you, Robert, the, or as Robert Baratheon said, you never meet the Dothraki in open battle because they will like wipe your armies clean. And then the Dothraki show up on open battle and the, they choreograph some of the coolest like stunt riding that I've seen in a long oh, fucking yeah. time. Yeah, like them dudes actually shooting those arrows on top of that horse were dope. Like, I mean, all of these things. Uh, you know, it goes back to like uh, I'm a huge fan of Braveheart, and when that came out back in the day, dude, that was like that was some pretty epic fucking 
you know, filmmaking with those right. battle scenes there. So it's like, here we are like 25 years later and you're seeing what they're doing on Game of Thrones and you're just like, fuck, dude. Imagine what is, they could have done this with Braveheart. Is just, you know, it doesn't blow you away. Awesome. That, like, you think think back to fucking uh, like Dragonheart, you know, with like the Sean Connery dragon, you know? And <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, you see the dragon shit in this show and it's like, the it's season, seamless, dude. Yeah, but the season one, and go back and watch, like the season one and two dragon stuff is nowhere near as good as the shit they're doing really? now. Like the little baby dragons. I thought they looked pretty legit. Well, go back and watch it again. No, I watched recently when uh, they first crawled up on her shoulder. Yeah, they, they look they a little janky real. to me now, so I'll I don't know. Because the new dragons are like, that's so fucking awesome! Like, uh, right. it's everything I've always wanted, like since the day I played D&D. I was like, I just want to see... Somebody drop dragon fire on a group of people on screen one time right. and watch people melt like immediately. Like, that's so badass. Like, when she Dracarist fucking uh, uh, the Tarleys, you know, and I'm all, Fat Sam, there goes your dad, and dick on. <laughs> right. Dick on. <laughs> like, all that shit, like, oh, it's just like every moment has been gorgeous, you know, and just Well, beautiful. the payoff is definitely there. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, you suffer through that season five for all of these things that have happened in this season. Uh, so many, so much good stuff. Now, this tripped me out. Go back and watch season one after watching season seven. Because it's like the writers went back and specifically watched season one and then recalled everything from season one in this season. There's it was a, such a trip. There's been a lot of callbacks this season. Like yeah. It is so amount. crazy. So... Stuff that you didn't even catch the first time. No, not at all. All right, well, let's uh, uh, put a pin in Game of Thrones until 2019. Um, so, Defenders. Defenders came out recently. I know, Steve, you said you hadn't had a chance had, to watch it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So, we'll try to do a spoilerly free uh, discussion no, please, about it. by all means. Everybody else has seen it. Okay, okay, well, I will begin by saying that Sigourney Weaver is fantastic in she Defenders. Is. She's really good. Like what? A, she's no, a man, great villain, dude. Listen, dude, I, I, I can't think of a bad Sigourney Weaver Role really? Now you're making me think. Avatar? No, dude. Avatar's dope. And she was good in that. Listen, she was good. I'm not a fan of the movie, but she was good in it. You no, know, we I went can't... back and watched Avatar recently. That shit up? still holds up, dude. And actually, if you you can get a little further away and get away from the hype of it all and just watch it as a movie, yeah, you're like, there's good action in it. The special effects are fucking top notch. And uh, what's his face? Stephen Lang as the the, the bad marine guy mm-hmm. is like I could watch. He's like I want a movie with him and Tormund just running around on Pandora <laughs> killing blue people. Like like it holds up. It holds up pretty well. I think Sigourney Weaver's awesome. I think she's been awesome since the beginning. Yeah. Um. You know, and I think she was awesome throughout the '80s into the '90s and here in the 2000s. I think she's she's just an awesome actress, man. I was not at all excited for Defenders. Um, because I watched Iron Fist, so <laughs> I remember you uh, not being happy I about that. I really, show. really knew I had to watch it because I saw the first episode and it was fucking great. And I, I knew I would get to it eventually, but man, I just the thought of revisiting that character ever was enough to hold me off for. Was it been a month since mm-hmm. it's been out? Yeah. Um, and there were plenty of like what the fuck moments in this series, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it, it was as, as pretty well done. The Iron Fist was Steve in his own show. Uh-huh. Super enjoyable in this show. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. No. I, he I, was tolerable in The Defenders. But him and Luke Cage together were fun. Right, right. Just like Jessica. And Jessica Jones is like the funniest fucking drunk. She is awesome. Uh-huh. She steals the whole show again. And it's like a lot of uh, all her quips. Like, uh, like she's just so wry. 
And then she's like making fun of Daredevil because he's the only one in a costume. And, and there says, it is again. You know? <laughs> you know? Cute ears. It, it, They're horns. <laughs> and she's like, well, I love when she's like, you look ridiculous in that scarf. And he's all, it's your scarf. And she's like, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> now, I, I had a couple of things because I was taking notes. Because there were things I had to bring up because I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so they capture Stick, the blind ninja dude. Yes. And they bring him to their hideout. Yeah. They put a hood over his head. <laughs> He's fucking blind. Hey, man, they did it in Star Wars. Why are you putting a hood over the blind guy? Like, that makes no goddamn sense. Maybe he's a fucking faker. He's a goddamn gold brick. Oh, I don't even know, you know? Was, I, And I'm sitting there watching him like, that's really stupid. Did anybody even go... Um, but he's blind. What does he need a hood for? And they totally... Okay, so Stick, <laughs> Stick cuts off his own hand to right. escape, which is fantastic, it's right? It's great. It was but great. But then the problem is is that they, they basically just did the prosthetic on the end of his hand, and right. then they did a number of shots where it was... It's like same length. <laughs> like nothing missing here. Just just a hand-sized wad of gauze, you know? <laughs> pretty pretty even, awful, dude. Couldn't even green screen green that Green screen that motherfucker. Like, hey, yeah. maybe not put stick in a situation in, a, in this frame shot where... Or even like put his shoulder up. <laughs> something. There's hold a couple the arm of, up. I'm all... He looks like bad Halloween pirate. Like, right. <laughs> it was pretty bad, dude. How do you let that slide? So, CG on, that Netflix. shit. You guys are making money. Now, there was... Uh, when they finally all get together at the end of episode three, there's like... So good. Two episodes... Two and a half episodes of setup, and they kind of like cross each other's path a little bit, but you finally get everybody together, like at the hands... A corporate hideout where Sigourney Weaver is like the head of it, and there is a fight sequence there that is as good as anything. Oh, in from, the office, yeah. From, oh, yeah. From I was the Daredevil two seasons. Totally all of them that kicking cool. ass. Right. It's it's all four of them in there kicking yeah. ass all at the same time. That like that Daredevil shot in season yeah, one. That was yeah. a great shot. It man. was so so good. Yeah, which makes the finale so so boring because it's like you got this wide shot of them fighting in this cave. And like nothing interesting is happening. Oh, I because you've about seen that. all this really cool shit happen in that office building, and in this wide open space is not nearly as cool. Well, and they didn't spend the money on the special effects, and, right. that, and that was the right. problem. There was like the the strength of the super strong characters seemed to vacillate at need. Right, and that uh, was they're pulling punches. That's what yeah. Jessica Jones should have been like knocking, like making Chinese dudes explode right. when she hit them, but that was not the case. But you know. What was with the MTV real world transitions between scenes? Like, real quick edits of streetcar, light post, you know, it was like, and then you would go to the next scene. Like, what the fuck was that? They used a lot of, like, uh, transitional color in the show. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you caught all that, but it was like a lot of, like, so every character had their own color. Okay. So it was a lot of. But that was in the beginning mostly. No, it was all through. Like, go back and watch it again. Um, So it was like, anytime, like, Daredevil was in a shot. It would be framed in reds and such, but okay. not in a way you're like, not in a way you're like, oh, it's like, you know, Here Sin City Reds or some shit like that. Yeah. But it was like, you know, like subtle red backgrounds, subtle right. red lighting. Right. Okay. And then anytime it'd be Iron Fist, there'd be a lot of yellow around right. him, you know? And then Luke Cage had like oranges and, and you know, yeah. and it was like, and Jessica, it, like everybody had their own color palette. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was so fucking perfectly subtly right. done, you right. know? And then they would transition, the way they would transition 
between characters was like these like cuts, these like wipes Stupid and shit. Stupid wipes, dude. No, but it was like tonally there'd be a slight shift because every show had their own time. I didn't dig it, dude. Well, you're I, the it only was, one. It was totally like MTV Real World cuts. It, it just, bugged the just shit out of me. Just it was the subway one. That was the oh only Oh my God, over and over that fucking subway shot. It was terrible. That was that was the one thing. I can live with putting the hood on the, on the blind guy. But those transitions, like I'm with after Steve. the you fourth can't, you episode, you can't trust blind people, dude. Like well, <laughs> it is voodoo. Like especially, and you know, okay, going back to card comic cons real quick. Like since with the popularity of Daredevil, there's all these fucking people cosplaying Daredevil, and then I feel bad when the actual blind person comes by, and oh I'm my all God. great and, Daredevil, and and, and Darian <laughs> says to this blind dude who walks by, or, or what's the character's name? Matt Murdock. Are you Matt Murdock? And he's, <laughs> he's like. like no, yeah, I'm Matt Murdock. It's <laughs> like actually I'm blind. Fucking blind, you dumb bitch. You know. <laughs> well, he's not reading comics. <laughs> no, I know. Right? <laughs> oh, our best one was the uh, blind dude that came up with his mom. You weren't here for this, and the blind the mom was describing all the t-shirts to him. He was oh. like asking about the shirts, and she's like, "Well, this one's in the Star Wars print," and I'm always fucking blind. How does he know what that is? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so, so speaking of Star Wars, what's, what's with laugh at that. what's That's with the up. old lady Jedi push? Like suddenly she's got this power where she can like force push everybody. Oh, you're talking about the the woman that's the, the hand. old lady. That's been around for a while. She's been doing. I don't before. remember her doing that at all. But suddenly she's like pushing cars and shit, and you know, whatever. It was just kind of like out of the blue. She's able to do this. Um, so that was weird. But you know, whatever. Um, I was glad that Danny got kidnapped for about two episodes because it took his ass out of the dialogue for a lot of the show. It was kind of nice. But again, we we have this dude. He's the key to the whole thing. You get him close to the door, it opens. We get in a fight with Danny Rand. He gets his fist all going. What does he do? He punches the he wall. He punches the fucking door. But he doesn't know he's not supposed to punch a door. He, he knows he's the key. <laughs> He knows that's the door. My favorite. But we're thing, gonna fight right in front of the door. My favorite thing is Iron Fist throughout his entire show. Fucking every random person he meets, he's like, "I'm the immortal Iron Fist," and he fucking tells everybody this. Right. It would be like if Steve, you were like, every person you met, you're like, you're like, "I am the king of the goblins," and they were like, <laughs> right. and literally he tells. Does Luke, everybody just kind of like? Yeah. No, everybody, nice. everybody just accepts it, and except for Luke Cage, who's like, "Yeah, man, I don't know what that means." <laughs> so you keep saying it, but I don't know what the fuck that means. Like it was, like it was so funny because it was almost like watching the show. Like the writers like heard everything that we as the right. audience were complaining about, and they fucking addressed it in the show. They put every bit of complaint in hey, there. They they listen. Well, I, I think that a lot of times they're listening. Well, what days. was really funny, they're like, you know, for somebody that's supposed to be the best fighter ever, you sure do get your ass kicked a lot. Right. It was like, literally came up as a conversation piece in the show. I mean, you you've, know? Been, you've been to, like, test screens before, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, dude, listen, here's a, here, here, your phone is the test screen now. Right. You know? All the I mean, feedback you need, right? Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. and, and you got people being brutally honest on right. here, you know? I mean, sometimes you're like, God damn, dude, you're a savage. Well, you're so I, honest. I definitely think, like, the Defender's... Because I, I was the same way. Like, Iron Fist was, was definitely a miss. Um, but it was like, coming back, the Defenders, like, made me excited to watch Daredevil again. Right, and Punisher. Punisher, too. Have yeah. you seen the, the Punisher preview yet? Yes. Defenders was great. As much as I wanted to rip on those couple of things, that's nitpicking. The the show overall, I could have watched a couple more episodes. Yeah, and they got, it was only eight episodes. Eight episodes. So, like, you know those four episodes of filler? Especially, like, in all the, all, like, Daredevil, like, four episodes, like, yeah. 
five, six, and seven, you're like, Jesus Christ, like, why are we having a fucking three episodes about a courtroom scene that I don't give a shit about, you know? Right. You know, we just literally did four episodes of the Punisher killing people, and now I'm going to go and do a trial about this woman, this Mexican woman that's been displaced by people. I don't fucking care. Like, none of that is in the show. And mm-hmm. it's like... The, it's, for, it's tight, almost too tight. For me, the really fun episode, there's an episode where they're all hanging out at a Chinese restaurant. Yes. Like, after the big fight, like, they go to recover and, like, regroup. And they're in this Chinese restaurant, like, the whole episode. And it's brilliant. Like, and especially Danny walks in and he's all, mm, food, I'm hungry. Do you guys have mushu? No. <laughs> it's like, how can you eat? He's that was all, part of the deal. I just had to order four of everything. He's all, it takes me a lot, it takes me a lot of energy to be the Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say, look, I'd say it's not as good as Daredevil 1 and 2. Like, see, like, it's not as good as either of those seasons, but it's right there. Like, it's, it's right behind season two of Daredevil for me. So... It was better than Luke Cage all the way through. Yeah, and it was Luke as Cage good got a little slow towards in the, the end. Yeah, uh, but it was it was as good as the Jessica Jones, if not better. Oh no, Jessica For Jones me. is still my favorite. I would say if you if you like Daredevil, like either Chris season. is the one person I've heard say that about Jessica Jones. Really, I, everybody else I talked to, like one on one, that was the fucking one that they do not like. What you have David uh, Tennant as the villain? A uh, lot of I'm with. Yeah, I'm with Steve. Like for me, Jessica Jones what? is just okay, but she no was way. super likable in the Defenders. She's so yeah. likable in that one. I, she was way more. She, I, I get annoyed with her drunken like surliness at a certain. Oh, point. I don't like all the time. But it just I see in, like, myself in that. <laughs> it, it, it'd be, it's like as much as I actually love Tormund and the Hound. Like uh, uh, the Hound gets to be a little. He he menstruates a bit much for me on screen, where he's all like, like, dude, just be happy about anything, right. you know? Uh, like, like Tormund to me is the gleeful one, where he's like, right. life is wonderful, I get to fucking kill, you know? And it's like, I think for me, it's like, uh, uh, like, j- like these Marvel characters are kind of the same, you know? Mm. And Daredevil was a little bitchy. This like, there was no comedy out of him at all. No, he was like Captain Serious this entire time. So. I, I think in Daredevil too, it got bogged down with the Electra stuff and the hand stuff. I just think it kind of really? goes off the rails a little bit i disagree but that's just me um, so the the first half of that season was phenomenal once you get past the punisher you get into this hand stuff and like ninjas popping out of everywhere it's just kind of got old uh one of the best things i saw was like uh uh comments about the defenders was somebody was like it's like there sure is a lot of ninjas in new york right? all of a sudden and somebody <laughs> somebody was like well, they're ninjas. You're not supposed to fucking know that they're anywhere. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> their whole point is to be hidden, dumbass. You know, so I did enjoy that. But yeah, man, for me, the defenders, it, I, I loved it. I had quality. a great time. So I, I would say, if you get an opportunity, Steve, and you're like doing nothing, you Sit know, down and watch it. Yeah, it's it's right. worth it. It's eight episodes, and they're not hours. They're 45 minutes, most of them. Yeah. So it watches fairly quickly. I, I could have had another episode before the big finale. I was fine. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the length of it. It was enjoyable. It ended up being like, it was an easy, basically like six hours, you know. And you're like, get throw it on while you're like, you know, wrestling the kids, you know, or right. whatever, and just watch it in the background. So, all right, uh, I got a second chance movie um, in honor of the Mayweather Conor McGregor fight that just happened last weekend. I, my second chance movie is The Great White Hype. I, I Classic, think, dude. I think we got to talk about this just ever so briefly. So recently there was a mega fight, quote unquote, between MMA champion Conor McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather, who was 49-0 and 0 going into the fight. And I got to be honest with you, coming out of this thing, this was the most hyped nothing event I have seen in a long time. <laughs> oh, I'll, give, I'll give McGregor one thing, dude. He went 10 rounds. 
Sure. <clears throat> That's pretty badass. I, I agree. You know. But at the on the flip side of that, like I watch a lot of boxing and I watch a lot of MMA because I enjoy hand to hand combat sports. Right. And it, it was not a good fight from either side. Like I w- if it was an MMA fight, then I think McGregor would have won walking away in the first three rounds because yeah. I don't think Mayweather. First off, Mayweather's twenty two pounds lighter than him easily, like and smaller. But as a boxing match, it just wasn't a very good boxing match. I, I see. I I was busy that evening and yeah. I didn't see it until the end, like uh, no. the last round, and that was only because somebody was like Facebook living it. Right, right. And uh, oh boy, he got in some trouble on that one. Dude. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, he got uh, the shit knocked out of him in the round nine and nine. And he 10. was just fucking gassed the fuck yeah. out, and I was like, wow, this is like watching a heavyweight. Yeah, right now he he's got so, pummeled. He's dude. so gassed yeah. right now, dude. Uh, but still, I have to say, hey, ten fucking rounds, man. Great that's, respect, great yeah. respect. But definitely, it was as if Mayweather rented this movie, The Great White Hype, yes. which is a story mm-hmm. about a champion, classic that movie, needs. Dude. An opponent that will sell fucking tickets, and that's all he needs. So he's like, white people want to see like a white Irishman box, and it's Damon Wayans, and I forget the guy. Uh, uh, is it Peter Berg? It's not Peter Berg. As oh boy, uh, dude, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, real quick. but essentially, and well, it's, it's also got Jamie Fox and Samuel it. Jackson. Jamie Fox, dude, is fucking the comedy coming out of him, dude, yes. is just hitting it, dude. I mean, just. He's it's like, hilarious. he's like, man, you talking to me like you're my daddy, you know? <laughs> Are you my daddy? But this movie, I, I just remember seeing it in the theaters and I'm like, this is brilliant because it's the truth. Like, and going into this McGregor fight, like all these fucking like dudes are like, yeah, McGregor, like the Irishman's going to do it. Yeah. And it was like, at, I'm like, at no point like, is this guy going to win. They're like, fuck, you know, the leprechaun coming out and shit, <laughs> you know, they're playing. Playing all this fucking like uh, Irish folk music yes. and shit, like he's gonna kick some fucking ass. Mm-hmm. And, and this whole movie set up around uh, like this champ, this heavyweight champ, like when he was in uh, uh, like the the like the Gold Glove day, like the early days, you know, his younger days, pre before he, when he was amateur boxing, he got knocked out one time by this white guy who had like this killer left. And uh, so the whole setup the whole time is them basically talking shit to each other. Lost my mic. Uh, talking shit to each other the whole time. And it was exactly what this turned out to be. It was like these guys talk mad shit to each other. And then they had this match. And the guy that you knew was going to win from the get-go, guess what? He fucking won. Uh, uh, did you find the guy? The yeah, it's, uh, it, it stars uh, Damon Wayans yes. and uh, Peter Berg. It is Peter Berg. Holy yes. shit. Uh, Samuel Jackson. That's fucking uh, great. Jeff Goldblum. I forgot. Uh, oh, that's right. Jeff Goldblum is in that movie. Jamie Foxx. I mean, uh, it's got a huge, great cast, dude. Keith uh, Marin's in it. John Lovitz. I mean, you get some funny people. It's dude. A, and it's a great, hilarious uh, 1996 movie. it came out. Uh, I remember when it came out, like you, you saw it in the theater. I did. Uh, yeah. I, I saw it in the theater as well. I uh, thought it was hilarious, dude. Um, yeah. You know, good, good, funny movie. But yeah, it fit. This fight, I mean, when you said that, I was like, God damn, dude, Ron nailed that, dude. It totally, it's right out of it. And it's so great in the final fight, because Damon Wayans doesn't train at all. And he comes out, and he's got this big old fat beer belly. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's just like laying on the couch, man, like eating fucking gummy worms and pints of ice cream and shit. And like his fucking hanger-ons, dude. Like, he like throws like gold rings on the fucking floor and they watches a fucking over him. scamper yeah. him for him and shit. Oh, it's so fucking so good, So check man. this movie out, you guys. It's called The Great White Hype, and you will get to relive the McGregor-Mayweather pre-fight all the way through the fight. I won't ruin for you how it ends, 
it's pretty obvious how it's going to end. But they make you think the whole time, like, this white guy's got a shot, dude. Yeah. And then he even gets to the point where he believes he's got a shot, and then he gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and isn't it, in, in the end, he's not even fucking Irish? No, he's yeah, not. Yeah, like, they, they totally make that up. <laughs> all... Like, Samuel Jackson plays... Uh, uh, if he's Don got, King. Don King. And, and if you guys don't know, if you, it might be you're a little young, you don't know who Don King is. I mean, this was one of the greatest promoters up there with fucking P.T. Barnum. Right, okay? right. Uh, I mean, the man knew how to sell a show and make it bigger than fucking, bigger than the world. Right. You know? Uh, and Samuel L. Jackson just, he 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 nails this role. Without it's question. so good. Man. Like all the way through. Yeah. So, all right, check out Great White Hype. All right, we're at the end of the show. Does anyone have a uh, rant that they want to... Uh... Real fucking quick. I really need to get back to Comic-Con next year because I'm going to go see the folks at the Cartoon Network, the people who developed um, uh, Teen Titans. Okay. Yeah, they made a little fucking song called The Night Begins to Shine. <laughs> they did? <laughs> yeah. And it's in multiple episodes. <laughs> and so your boys have my, been watching Teen Titans. One of my four-year-olds... Will get an inch away from my face and hold my face and sing this fucking song. How's it go? Oh, I, 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 I can't do it, dude. I can't do it. It's, it'll get me upset. I had to buy this fucking song to play in the car, and I tell you, he's in the back seat just fucking rocking out. Is it Vic or Vin? Vincent. Vincent. Of course. Of Vincent course. is my singer. He's my dancer. He's super dramatic, like his namesake, you know, and he fucking loves this song. And as soon as they get home from fucking daycare or school, dad, 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 get, oh, I gotta watch Teen Titans, dude. And I swear to God, as soon as I turn it on, that fucking song is playing. <laughs> Me and the creators of the Teen Titans. And CeeLo Green is part of this too. You're part of the problem too, sir. We're gonna have <laughs> some fucking. We're gonna have some fucking words, man. Yeah, but you can't shit. be. You can't be too mad at the Cartoon Network because they also created Rick and Morty, which <sighs> is. I have just. Are you finally found on? Found this and holy shit, Pickle Rick. That's a fucking. <laughs> pickle Rick. I'm a. I'm a pickle. <laughs> I, that was my first episode. Oh my god, was it? Yes. Remember when I showed you the clip about when Summer was like, "Get your shit together, Summer. Put it in a little box and get your shit together." Yes. Like that was when I discovered. I had the seen show. little clips and I'd seen little things for like Mad Max and stuff, but my first full episode was, right, was the pickle rig. It. it is and fucking holy brilliant, dude. Shit, dude, it's so good, man. Love this. It has I'll been a it. long time since I have seen a cartoon where I'm like this. Like, back in the day when South Park first came out was awesome. You know, right, it was right. Groundbreaking and stuff like this. This, I'm just like, holy shit, man. These guys are nailing it. And dude. they blow you away oh, with like, so good, did you see dude. the defense, the, uh, the uh, uh, what is it, the Vindicators episode? No, I, ha- I have a lot to catch oh. up on. So, and it's definitely one that I have to watch they, after bedtime. So you know? they do their own sort of like faux Avengers. And it's like, the Vindicators, like they're calling us, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, yes, yes. And Rick was just like, these guys are a bunch of nerds, man. I don't want to hang out with them. He's basically like, he's like, I kind of find you all pointless. Like, I pretty much think that everything you guys do in a year, I could do in an afternoon. (laughs) There's like one guy's like made of nothing but ants or something like that. Million Ants Man. And then there's like uh, uh, John Henry reincarnated. And he's like, uh, he's like Ghost Train guy. (laughs) He's like, oh, Ghost Train was going to use a Ghost Train, guys. Look at that. You know, and then there was like a Tony Stark type guy. Who was like, yeah, it's like the whole, everything about the show is fucking brilliant and it kills me. And I haven't watched last night's episode yet, but uh, 
So good, dude. So good. I've been putting it, it off, but I know I need to. Like I, like I said, it's not one for the kids. It's, no. It's, it's their adult swim, and it's, they've definitely... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go back now, Steve, and there's a season two episode where they, they do the purge. So they basically, uh, oh. Rick and Morty go to a planet, and it's like, welcome to the planet. You may not want to be on planet after nightfall. It gets a little nasty. And he's like, wait a minute. Is this a purge planet? You guys purge here? Uh. He's, all, he's all, well, we do have the festival. And he's like, oh, look at you. You like to purge, don't you? <laughs> I bet you go all crazy at midnight, don't oh, you? Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I'm going to start a season one, episode one. And oh, it's fucking there, brilliant. Man. The first, actually, uh, uh, the, the first two episodes are a little slow. Mm-hmm. Like, they do like an Inception episode, which it's like, all right. There's some funny moments in it. But really, it's like season, like episode three or four of the first season is like, it kicks into gear. Yeah. And then it never lets up for all the way through season three but rick and morty dude you gotta gotta yeah. try it all right, you gotta try it. it so so cartoon network you got that but fuck gonna, you on the team we're Titans. gonna talk about this song <laughs> chris you got anything no i you know after ranting about long beach and everywhere everywhere else on the planet i'm, I'm actually pretty good man all right good um i i've uh done 18 pages of the new grace so oh nice man i got what, very good six to go grace four comes out uh for all of our listeners out there we a new issue comes out at the end of this month september 28th and we're already taking pre-orders for that and uh we're working on five right now so exciting times good stuff so all right well let's wrap it up right there you guys this has been a fun episode i uh, hope you guys have enjoyed all of our discussion about various things you know so uh, i'm i'm iron fist non-glowing fist i'm hot pie i'm this is pod racing <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis music for the nerd life crisis podcast is provided by big papa and the tcb All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to The Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. (laughs) 